Hello, you beautiful bunch of people. The EAEM podcast on again. Episode 31. We'll put away that pen. Because <laughs> I'll sit here and click at it. <laughs> I've got such a bad habit of doing that. Just sitting here, click, 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 click. So I'm sorry if you've heard that through any of my podcasts. Because I've noticed that I do it. And then I try and put the pen away after I notice that I've done it. So I will apologise if there is episodes that have got the clicking. I'm really sorry. Now, I've got my coffee, I've got my water. I just came back from my run, I've had the cold shower. Um, I don't really have much written down. I've just written some stuff down, but I think I'm going to talk about childhood trauma and how that affects us as we go into adulthood. Now, I'm not talking about, well, it will be. I mean, if really bad stuff's happened to you in your life, then I'm really sorry about that. And, uh, but I mean, it can also be little things that have happened in your life where you don't feel that you are safe and all that kind of stuff. That can come into childhood trauma. I had an argument with my mum recently when I was talking about uh, some of the things that my sister done to me and uh, and my mum was getting quite defensive. Now, I don't blame my mum. My mum done the best uh, to her ability when she was raising me and my sister. So I, I, I don't hold any grudges or I blame my mum. I might have done before, but I have completely forgiven her. She has done absolutely wonderful you know like the best that she could have done she she could have done with with what with what with what happened and all that kind of stuff but i was talking to her about a certain a certain situation uh with me and my sister and she was getting defensive and being like oh well my brother was exactly the same with that and i was like mom i'm i'm not blaming you i'm just saying that this stuff has damaged me as I've went into my adulthood and I don't blame you for it but I am letting you know that I feel uncomfortable about the situation I feel the fact that I didn't get listened to as a kid has definitely affected me uh, because I've noticed now when I get into arguments if I have gone into arguments in previous relationships I always say I'm not being listened to and that's obviously stemming back to my childhood where where my sister would do something and then I would get the blame for it. And of course I'd be telling my mum that, well no, like that was twisty, I never even done that and then I wasn't being listened to. So I've taken that into into adult into my adult life basically that I don't think I'm being listened to or I don't think that that what I'm saying is being heard and and that has affected me and uh, and I was talking to mates about it and stuff like that and, and they were saying that uh, that their parents were kind of the same very strict kind like they yeah quite strict parents and stuff like that and then and then they've came into they've came into um they've came into their adult life and we're all people pleasers all of us are people pleasers 
So if you've got kids, you need to be teaching them, which is difficult because the way that I've been brought up, I, I see that, well, I'm now trying not to do that with my son, but I find it very difficult because that's the way that I was brought up. But you need to let them argue with you. You need to let their their voices be heard. If you are wanting them to grow up to have the confidence to speak back to people, then you need to be you need to let them do that to you. Which of course, like I I find it difficult because I was very much the kind of like the, the I'm your parent. What I say is final kind of thing. You know, like that's how I got brought up. That, that even if you've got a valid excuse, then no, I'm I'm the adult here, so I know what's best for you type thing. I think I watched a TikTok ages ago about um about a woman, and uh, she said that her dad was a police officer, and um, and if she wanted to go out and do something, then then she would need to argue her point and her mum and dad would listen to her and if she made decent points in her argument then her mum and dad would let her go out and do what she wanted to go and do and and she said that her friends found it very weird because her dad was a police officer but then she's grown up to to not have that fear to speak back to people whereas it took me until I was 34 (laughs) to figure out that the confrontation, I mean, as much as stressful and everything it is, like I was watching, uh, is it Jordan Peterson? And and he said, they can like, if you've got a problem with me, then we need to sort it out. Because a problem delayed is like a problem, like it's going more and more in your head. And then it'll get to the point where you don't even know why you're angry with that person. It's just that you've got this un- like this hate towards them because of something that they done that was well ages ago. So just speak your mind. If you've got a problem with someone, then bring it up to them. You'll either fuck it up, but it's better than fucking it up in your head for years on end. Whether you wish that you'd said something to that person. And of course, kind of like I found that so difficult because I was such the people pleaser that that I didn't even know who I was. You know, like you were just agreeing with everyone, what everyone else's opinion, and and you weren't you weren't thinking about yourself. And on the bit that I'm reading, the bit that I'll, I'll have a look, the online article that I found, it, it talks a bit about that. That. So we'll we'll go into that in a bit, but yeah, can like um. So I'm not saying that can like it needs to be like mega trauma, like you've been beaten with a belt and you got locked in, like locked in the areas, or you're like it can be small things as well. Really small things, you know. Like at the end of the day, your mom and dad could be the most loving person in people ever but there could still be that little something that happened in your upbringing that has brought you trauma and you'll normally find that your anger 
the way that you get angry or triggered at a certain situation is because of your childhood trauma because you haven't dealt with it so there's something that's happening in your life that you get triggered by and then you you get mad about it and yeah kind of like it, we don't need to get mad because you're only hurting yourself it makes me laugh now because when I, when I look back at my life and the amount of grudges that I held against people the amount of grudges that I held where I didn't speak to people and all that kind of stuff and I had this unburning hate of kind of like just hatred just pure and utter hatred and I look back at it now and it's like oh my god why the hell was I doing that to myself why did I have all that negativity just flowing around me because you don't need to live your life like that I mean as I said I've probably told you before but that TikTok with that woman and she says they kind of like you meet the people who are like oh but my dad was unhappy and his dad was unhappy so kind of like I'm just unhappy that's just the way that it is and it's like well well, how's that working out for you <laughs> and then you think about it and it's like well shite like because I'm always mad I'm always unhappy so let's change that let's not be the mad person that our dads were or that the, their dads were and it feels great now it feels absolutely wonderful that that I've broken that cycle now I look back at it now but and I feel quite disappointed within myself for my two older kids that I hadn't realized this before And I think they got a lot of my childhood trauma, a lot of my anger, which they didn't need. And I do feel bad about it. But at the end of the day, we're only human. And I could have went my whole entire life of not becoming self-aware. I could have still been this person just thinking that I was right and that was perfectly fine to act like that. And perfectly fine to continue on doing that because that's the way that my dad was and that's the way that his dad was and this is just the type of person that I am but it's not we can change the people that we are if you just keep on working at yourself in the present moment then there will come a point where where you will realise it I also think it's crazy as well because I was watching a TikTok earlier on and it was this guy talking about uh, low vibrational foods and he always thought they kind of like, yeah, it's like he didn't really understand it but kind of like he went with it type thing and he said that, uh, so it was like the 4th of July a couple of days ago and uh, and he, uh, so yeah, all the crap and stuff like that, you know, like all the 
like candy and sweets and uh, like all that kind of crap like the fizzy juice and everything like that but then he said they kind of like he was a lot more irritable you know like he was quick to jump to anger he was quick to jump to like gossiping about people like even when he went to sleep he he um he had like bad dreams like negative dreams and kind of like he was constantly negative now I've seen that this weekend, like this weekend that I fell off the fell off the horse a bit, and was eating meat and kind of like I had some sweets and stuff like that. And yeah, like I've definitely noticed that I was more irritable. I was more kind of like I would argue with people and all that kind of stuff. So that is it. We're all human. We are all. We've all got these flaws. You're never going to be completely perfect. Never. So if I'm not perfect, you're definitely not perfect either. So give yourself some slack when these things happen. Because it's it's difficult. It's really difficult trying to keep on that straight and narrow. But realising that that just makes me realize that well i need to get back onto my higher vibrational foods i need to be back eating fruit fruit and veg and and all that kind of stuff because it, it does my body better it does my mind better i feel better my running's better life in general is better so let's start having a look at it see if I can I can find the vibrational chart or even if you want yourself go and have a look online because there is a vibrational chart sorry about this vibration chart so shame guilt is right down at the bottom that's low vibrational stuff. So if you feel shame and you feel guilt, that's not good. And I mean, I just I I, I just showed guilt there as well because I feel bad about what what I've done to my older kids. But that's low vibrational. I shouldn't be thinking like that. I should be thinking that I done the best to my ability with what I had at that precise moment, and the fact that now I'm more aware means that I can try and make I can make up for those mistakes that I think that I made apathy uh, grief, fear desire, anger they're all low vibrationals but then so it expanded goes so like and then pride, courage neutrality and then these are your expanded. So it's like willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment. But go and have a look. It's all there. It is all there for you to go and have a look. So like your pride, courage, neutrality, willingness, 
and acceptance is all in the blues, you know, like that's good. Down at the ridge, you've got shame, guilt, apathy, grief. It's in the yellow, fear, and green, desire, anger. These are all low vibrational stuff. Gossiping as well, kind of like gossiping isn't good. It really isn't good. Because that lowers your vibrations as well. Remember what I said about the other day where where we need to do things that we think that are difficult. Like your gym, your cold showers, your running. And they're the things that make us feel good afterwards. Whereas the sitting binging playing the PlayStation or binging Netflix or gossiping and they're all they all make you feel bad afterwards. They are low vibrational things. And yeah, we we just want to we just want to rise our vibrations because as soon as you start rising your vibrations then good things in life are coming to you you just need to believe in it just like I started believing in it and the, the way that my, my whole life is totally changed around I'm not saying that I haven't worked hard for it that you just need to have a positive outlook and then all of a sudden all these wonderful things are going to start happening to you but, but that is it change your outlook on life Again, I've said this on the podcast many times, but our brains fill it out 90% of what we see in the world. So if you're constantly thinking negative, then the world, your brain will just show you the negative things in your life. So start asking it to show you the positives in your life. Because it will. And believe me, I've done it. I've asked to see the positives in my life. And it showed me. And then once you started realizing that, well, I can do these things. I can do these hard things that nobody else wants to do. Or only a selected few of us want to do. But I definitely think since the COVID, you definitely see a lot more runners around and a lot more people trying to keep fit and all that kind of stuff. So it's great. It's great seeing that. Because that's what brought me into my spiritual journey. That's where the confidence came. Doing these things for myself. And then doing the shadow work and finding out who I who I truly was instead of the people who were around me wanted to, or the per- the person who I was, well, the false self, basically, the false one, the false person that I was putting out to all of these people that, in the end, I didn't even know who I was. And, of course, I shed loads of tears. And it's obviously because it was the death of the old me and this new person came out who now understands that it doesn't matter if someone doesn't like me like that that's them you know like 
It's none of my business if someone doesn't like me. It's funny how like the the old people in my life, the ones who were negative towards me, and it, like the universe has removed those people from my life. And now that I'm starting to be myself more and more and more, like new people are coming into my life, and it's amazing because these new people coming into my life actually appreciate who I am and what I'm doing. And it's amazing, instead of having those people who were previously in my life telling me that, oh no, you can't do it, this is cringeworthy, like, I couldn't do what you're doing. The naysayers, the dream stealers, you know what ones they are. And the crazy thing is as well is that some of these people might be, you know, like they might be the, the happiest to you ever, you know, like, oh, how are you doing and stuff like that. Oh, I haven't seen you in absolutely ages. But then they're also the people who will be talking behind your back, being like, oh, yeah, like Ian's TikTok videos are absolutely shite. Have you seen what he's doing? Like, who the hell does he think he is? Yeah, don't don't let those people get to you. Just you keep on doing you. Because as I've said loads of times on the podcast as well, because if it makes you happy, then it doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. You let them go away and do what they want, and if it's making them happy, then it doesn't need to make sense to you either. But it's mental how some people just can't understand that because it's like, well, I wouldn't do that. So if I wouldn't do it, then that means that you you shouldn't be doing that. Like, oh, you're you're worshiping stones and crystals and washing them in the sea to get the bad energy off of them, and, and kind of like you're just an idiot type thing. I've I've had that I've had that said to me. <laughs> But I don't care. Like, I find it funny that people are more interested in my life and what I'm doing in my life than rather than sorting themselves out and what they're doing in their life. And just play the blaming game. Instead of looking into themselves and seeing where they can they can work on themselves. And it's fear is the fear of the unknown. But that's it. Once you start making yourself better, there is going to be people in your life that do not understand it because they they think that you think that you're better than them now. And they think that well I can never go away and do what he's doing. So then they start getting jealous. But you do, you need to leave those people behind because they are going to hold you back. And if you want to soar, then just soar. Soar into the sky. Because it's amazing. Absolutely amazing that when you start soaring when you when you start moving towards that goal once you just start believing in yourself 
knowing that you can do it, knowing that can like that self belief, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's it, kind of like, I never had self-belief in myself. I would never believe that I was worthy enough or that, that I was good enough for the things that I was getting in life or, and then that's probably why my life went whole Pete Tong anyway. You know, like that, that I was always hiding. Hiding the person that, that I was. And yeah, it, it makes me makes me not sad about it, but the fact that it took me this long to figure out who I actually was, the fact that I I I, I the fact that I, that I um that I people pleased that I I changed myself for other people instead of just being me and filtering out the people too like because that was it I just wanted to be liked it was just one of these people that, that wanted to have friends that wanted to be liked and all that kind of stuff so then I changed myself changed myself into the person that I thought that they would like And then sometimes my, my true self would come out and I would say something that I would believe in and then I would get ridiculed for it. And then it would be like, right, well, just don't talk about that. And you've probably got friends as well that you know that there's certain things that you can't speak about with them because of the way that they'll react and all that kind of stuff. But then at the end of the day, why are they your friends if you know that there's certain things of your life that you can't bring up with them? because they're going to ridicule ridicule you or slag you off or anything like that. It's crazy. Totally crazy. But yeah, let's go back to this anger and childhood trauma. And uh, did you know that there's the only two fears that we grow up with? or the, that we have when we're first born, and that's the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. So the rest are learned behaviors. They are learned. So if you've learned them, then you can unlearn them. It just takes time, I understand. It's difficult. I've been there. I've cried many, many times in my van while I've been sitting there with the no music on just evaluating myself and learning those fears the fear of confrontation the fear of this the fear of that just start jumping at your fears and start breaking down those walls because it's amazing once you start doing it and now confrontation doesn't, I mean, I still hate it. But I understand now that I need to do it. For my sanity, more than anything, it's nobody else's sanity. It's my sanity that I know that I need to say something. 
Sorry, I'm drinking my coffee. It's starting to go lukewarm now as well. I better start drinking that. So we can unlearn behaviours that, that we think are just now in, ingrained in us. Because you've learnt them from childhood trauma and coping mechanisms and, and all that kind of stuff. From what you had to go through as a child. And these are now your coping mechanisms. That you get angry when you think that people aren't listening to you or you get angry and you might do other things. So let me read this. So whether you witnessed or experienced violence as a child or your caretakers emotionally or physically neglected you, when you grow up in a traumatizing environment, you are likely to still show signs of that trauma as an adult. Children uh, make meaning out of the event they witnessed and the things that happened to them, and they create an internal map of how the world is. This meaning making help uh, meaning making helps them cope. But if children don't create a new internal map as they grow up, their old ways of in interpreting the world can damage their ability to function as adults. While there are many after effects of childhood emotional trauma, here we'll look at specifically uh, at four ways childhood emotional trauma impro impacts us as adults. So the false self, and this is totally me. As a childhood emotional trauma therapist, I see many patients who carry childhood emotional wounds with them into adulthood. One way these wounds reveal themselves is through the creation of a false self. As children, we want our parents to love us and take care of us. When our parents don't do this, we, we try to become the kind of child we think they'll love. Now, I, didn't, I, can't, I don't think that I've done this as a child, but I've definitely done this as an adult where I where I, I wanted to be liked so I created the person that I, I thought that people would like so burying feelings that might get in the way of us getting our needs met we create a false self the person we present to the world when we bury our emotions we lose touch with who we really are because our feelings are an integral part of us we live our lives terrified that if we let the mask drop we will no longer be cared for loved or accepted the best way to uncover the authentic you underneath the false self is by talking to a therapist who specializes in childhood emotional trauma and can help you reconnect with your feelings and express your emotions in a way that makes you feel both safe and whole. Now, I didn't go and talk to a therapist or anything like that. I've done quite a lot of shadow work and I've heard quite a good one that, um, that you should sit in a room with two chairs in front of you and you should ask you know like you should speak to your younger self and you should tell them that you know like everything's going to be all right speak to your childhood self like you would want to be spoken to when you were a kid tell them that everything's going to be all right that what you think is bad or what you think is going to happen doesn't actually happen. I mean, I've, I've been talking about school quite a lot, and it and it and it's crazy how um it's crazy how when we're at school we think that school is the be all and end all, 
of our whole entire life that if I'm not popular at school then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lead to anything and I'm not gonna be the person that I want to be and and my whole life is over because I wasn't popular at school and I left school with like a, a small group of friends but I was never one of the popular people I got slagged off quite a lot for the, the person that I was and it wasn't until I left school and started meeting other people that kind of like I, well I mean I went up into college and it was exactly the same you know like I, I got slagged off by the people that there like I was the emotional punching bag basically that I was the easy target because I was so young but I just wanted to fit in so badly that that I let people talk to me like other oh, shite and then made this person that I thought that they would all like which they didn't because I still got slagged off and all that kind of stuff but but yeah like but yeah but after that I started making more friends you know like more friends who were and then I became quite popular when I was in Aberdeen when I was in like 1920 and all that kind of stuff and and I look back at it now when I look back at the people who were slagging me off at school and stuff like that and it's like you're absolutely nothing now nothing look at what you've done with your life can like you all peaked at school and now you're absolutely nothing like it's crazy looking back so so yeah but I wish that I didn't do that I wish that I stood up for myself and I didn't let people walk all over me but I did and here I am now telling you my story (laughs) to hopefully make you guys and girls realize that that it really isn't as bad as we think it is it really isn't as bad as we think it is you can stand up for yourself and what you believe in and yeah sure you're going to piss some people off but at the end of the day why are we caring why do we care so victimhood thinking what we think and believe about ourselves drives our self-talk the way we talk to ourselves can empower or disempower us negative self-talk disempowers us and makes us feel like we have no control over our lives like victims we may have been victimized as children but we don't have to remain victims as adults even in circumstances where we think we don't have a choice we always have a choice even if it's just the power to choose how we think about our life we have little to no control over our environment and our lives when we're children uh, but we are not children anymore it's likely we are more capable of changing our situation than we believe Instead of thinking of ourselves as victims, we can think of ourselves as survivors. The next time you feel trapped and choiceless, remind yourself that you're more capable and in control than you think. And I talk about this quite a lot as well. The fact that your negative outlook, well, I mean, I said it earlier on, our brains show us 90%. Yeah, it removes 90% of what we see in a day so if you're thinking negative then it'll just be the negative that you're gonna see so start thinking positive about yourself start being your biggest hype person because nobody else is gonna do it for you the knight in shining armor ain't gonna come and whisk you away and take you to your 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 amazing job and and all that kind of stuff it's just not gonna happen it really isn't gonna happen so start being your biggest hype person and start doing the things that you want to do 
and knowing yourself that you can achieve those goals because you can achieve the goals like I believe in you the world believes in you like you just need to start believing in yourself we have all got this you can make those changes in your life that you think that you can't and believe me I've, I've done exactly the same because I didn't think that I was going to be able to make those changes within myself but I have and now I sit here today on my sofa talking into my microphone telling people of the internet that they can do it too so passive aggressiveness when children grow up in a household where they are only un, uh, where there are only unhealthy expressions of anger they grow up believing that anger is unacceptable if you witness anger expressed violently then as an adult you might think that anger is a violent emotion and therefore must be suppressed or if you grew up in a family that suppressed anger and your parents taught you that anger is on a list of emotions you aren't supposed to feel, you suppress it, even as an adult who could benefit from anger. What happens if you can't express your anger? If something, if you are someone who suppresses your upset feelings, uh, you're, you likely already know the answer, nothing. You still feel angry. After all, anger is a natural, healthy emotion we all experience. But instead of the resolution that comes with acknowledging your anger and resolving what triggered it, you just stay angry. You don't express your feelings straightforwardly. But since you can't truly suppress anger, you express your feelings through passive aggressiveness. Now, I done an absolutely brilliant like I was feeling angry like about a couple of weeks ago and I spoke to myself and it was like alright anger I feel you there but you're not taking control you are not taking control of this situation I will not let you take control of this situation so I understand that you are there anger I can feel you but you aren't taking you aren't taking control of the car you can't even play with the windows, you're not playing with the with the CD player. Like you just need to sit there. I'm in control. And it was mental because after I'd done that, like the the anger went away from me. It was like I recognized it. I understood that it is a natural emotion, but I didn't let it take control of the situation. And I think we need to start doing that more often. So if you're starting to feel a bit negative about what's going on and and all that kind of stuff, then you can feel the anger come in. Speak to yourself. Tell the anger that you can feel it there and it's not taking control of you. Because you are in control. Passive it. If you were neglected as a child or abandoned by your caretakers, you may have buried your anger and fear in the hope that it would mean no one will ever abandon or neglect you again. What happens when children do this, though, is we end up abandoning ourselves. We hold ourselves back when we don't feel our feelings. We end up passive and we don't live uh, up to our potential. The passive person says to him or herself, I know what I need to do, but I don't do it. When we bury our feelings, we bury who we are because of childhood emotion tra emotional trauma. 
We may have learned to hide parts of ourselves at the time that may have helped us, but as adults we need our feelings to tell us who we are and what we want and to guide us towards becoming the people we want to be. So yeah, I think I think that was quite good. Um, when I did read it this morning, well, I mean, I, I just read the the one, the uh, the the false self one, but I think that it it ties in quite a lot with why we feel anger and our childhood trauma. And as I said, it, it doesn't need to be child bad childhood trauma you might have just experienced something small that that's triggered something for you and now you, when that that situation arises then you get triggered about it and you get mad about it or you go back into your coping mechanism but exactly as i said like these behaviors are learned you can unlearn them it just takes time and you just need to work on it But if I've worked on it, and loads of other people have worked on it, then so can you. Start having the self-belief. Start believing that you can do the things that you, that you don't think that you can do. And you will be amazed at what you can accomplish in your life once you start believing in yourself. It is amazing, it's beautiful. So start doing it, please. Start looking into yourself. Let's start this shadow work. Let's start becoming the person that you want to be, not the person that society tells you to be. And just remember that you've got it. You've got what it takes to be anything that you want to be within your life. You totally have what it takes. But remember, people, love big be happy, appreciate the small things, be thankful for what you already have and stop focusing on what you don't have. Remember the aim of the game is to find happiness from within. And again, thanks for tuning in people. I will speak to you soon. Peace and love as always people. Ciao.